beat them if they number one then now we number one according to rankings but we don't want to take none of that we want a, a good game against a good team and we're still humble and we don't want to be ranked we want to be out of the top 25 because we still hungry and when we're hungry we eat Welcome to the fire. And ice. <laughs> Pickle. Pickle. <laughs> that, that one kind of threw me there a little <laughs> bit. I was like, what the hell is he doing to start Man, it's show? season two. I'm just going to switch things up, bro. I don't know. I'm just in, a, in one of those funky moods where I just need like an old toughie. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. I got two sitting right here, man. Uh, we're back. We're freaking back, as I normally say on this podcast. This is episode 16, and if this is your first episode, we welcome and thank you. And if this is your 16th episode, you are what, Kent? You're a day one. A day one. That's a Drake joke, I think. Is that a Drake joke? I'm not sure. I always, I always kind of went with the Usos, but... <laughs> okay. Well, you just alienated 95% of our listeners with a WWE joke. But uh, we're back. Happy to be back. We're talking NC State sports and probably some other stuff, as we always kind of do. But uh, we're happy to have you if you are listening, and I'm guessing you are if you're listening to me right now. So <laughs> a little rusty back. on the mic. We're a little rusty. Know. It's been like two weeks now. So um, this is the Fire Nice Pack Podcast. We welcome you back, and we ask a few things of you. Uh, other than listening, which, you again, we've established at this point you are doing, we, uh, we'd like you to... Do a couple things for us. If you like our podcast, or actually if you don't like it, you can actually just throw that subscribe button. Just mash it as hard as you can. Mash it like this hype button. Yeah. There you go. That's our new just, hype button. It's uh, Just it's, put it on play like you're watching a webinar for work in the background. You don't exactly. have to actually listen to you it. You know what, man? It's good to go to sleep to is what I'd recommend. If, like, if, you're needing, like, uh, if you need like white noise to go to sleep, just let our voices calm you down. Because yeah. I can get in like a really... Calm, AMSR, is it ASMR? I don't think that's a very calm voice. It's oh, kind of creepy. Okay, <laughs> my calm is creepy. Uh, <laughs> we'd like you to listen and uh, follow us on our social medias. We have a Twitter that we are starting to ramp up our followers on. We're in the 200s, <laughs> not, to, not to brag, but uh, it is at Fire Ice Pack Pod. And our Instagram is starting to get some traction via, no, via kids. Not really. it's, it's not. But uh, that same at Fire, Fire Ice Pack Pop. Give us a follow there. We're going to put out good content. We're going to be at the games. We're going to be putting out uh, fire tweets, as Kent says. I'm going to just put out the ice ones because I'm going to need ice because it's going to be so fucking hot at the bat, at the football games. Wow. Uh, three minutes into the game, we've already got our first F-bomb. First F-bomb. That'll be, that won't be my last. Uh, and finally, the most important thing is we could get your that hit match that subscribe button we always ask for. So iTunes Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast. Is there anything else we're on that we need to talk about? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kent also has a SoundCloud account where he is uh, got some rap songs. So he is a SoundCloud rapper. Uh, he told Mostly me about a beat that. maker. He's he's also a producer now. So uh, check out his beats on SoundCloud. They're not there, but if you just subscribe, you may see them one day. So that's yeah, where we're at. We just, we just want we want to we want to get some likes some some retweets because. We need people to know about the most entertaining, but least, least informative, pack podcast out there. Absolutely. Uh, so we always get this po- this podcast kicked off with everyone's favorite segment, everyone's second favorite segment. What we drinking? That was my relaxing voice. That was again. good. It was, yeah, that was better. Still than a little creepy, creepy but still not quite creepy. as bad as the first time. Uh, Kent, you've got a uh, I got a double fist and old toughies. You got a beard that has been a buzz on the social medias, and uh, yeah, when it, I say social medias, I mean Twitter, Instagram, it made Facebook. Made quite a splash in it's, Raleigh. Yeah, it's probably on Foursquare. If anyone you still uses that, I'm not sure that yeah, I'm not really that sure still exists. If MySpace was a thing, that shit would be blowing up on MySpace right now. But yeah, so it's I, called Old Tuffy. Who? What brewery is that from? It's New Belgium. Okay. Four point seven percent alcohol, premium lager. And uh, I, I was talking to some people yesterday about it. Um, actually, we were uh, out at uh, Greenway Beer and Wine. And, and shouts uh, to Greenway at, where is that at? It's in Roseville. Oh, gotcha. Pretty dope. Um, and the, I think one of my friends put it best is just like, you taste it and it's what beer is supposed to taste like. Like, yeah. if you just think beer in your brain, this is... It's beer. It's, it's good, yeah. It's yeah. tasty. 
New Beltram did it big. I, I went to uh, I went to Asheville a few weekends ago for a bachelor party. Shout out to TJ. You don't listen, but it's fine. Uh, so we went there on a Sunday. The beer was due to be released on Monday. So I go up to the bar, and the first thing I'm asking is like, y'all got that old toughie, right? And uh, Like a fiend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, y'all got that? Five <laughs> o'clock well, free crack giveaway. scratching his neck. Yeah, I'm scratching my neck literally in person right now. And, uh, yeah, the 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 – Sweet lady up there informed me that they had none, uh, but it would be released tomorrow. So I asked for that special preview because I have a packed podcast, and I show on my phone and the fact that this is my podcast. And guess what? Uh, our podcast doesn't have enough traction to get me a free <laughs> special preview of Old Tuffy. Yeah, we had to wait like it. So uh, we waited like peasants, and yeah. uh, I've been drinking it ever since. It's probably the best beer I've literally ever <laughs> Literally ever had. Um, I don't know, but I wouldn't go that far. I mean, it's really good. I don't know if it's the best so, beer of all time. It's so good when it hits your lips. Uh, man, I just can't give enough awards to this beer. Like, Old Tuffy, <laughs> it just goes so hard. It just hits different is the way I tell people. They're like, yeah, yeah, I heard you got a packed podcast. Like, what's about that new state beer? I'm like, I just say, man, it just hits different. I, I don't know how to tell you. It's like, you just got to experience the flavors, and you're probably just going to be addicted like me. So I'm scratching my neck again because – Kent's got both of my old toughies, and I don't have any old toughie. So, what are you drinking? I've got. Uh, speaking of Asheville, we uh, I've got a hop bullet. That's like a bullet from a gun. That's a double IPA, and it's eight uh, percent alcohol. So it's it's also hitting different. That's why. That's why your takes are already off the rails at five six minutes into the show. <laughs> it's uh, it's actually a very good double IPA. I don't know what double IPAs to compare it to, but it's it's damn tasty. And uh, did actually go to the Sierra Nevada Brewery in Asheville. It's the first time I've been to that. That place is like the Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory of beers. Have you have you been? I've not been to Sierra Nevada. No, you have to go a little north. Like it's a, it's a bit of a ride up from if you're like staying in downtown Asheville. But it's a it's a huge complex. It's highly recommend if you haven't been. They have a really cool stuff. You know that New Belgium and Sierra Nevada are like competitors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, about Sierra Nevada, they should burn that place down. Like, just keep pumping out old toughies. Hashtag old toughie on Twitter if you guys follow us. And uh, we'll move on from there. Uh, so. Real tomato ketchup, Patty? Oh, nothing but the best. Oh, yeah. It's us at the ketchup factory. Don't wear white gloves because you're going to get ketchup all over your hands from that popsicle. I was about like sticking a head up a bull's ass <laughs> kind of reference there. Uh, it's a Tommy Boy joke. I like it. Uh, so this is our catch-up segment. We talk about things that aren't episode related. This episode is basically a season preview for our football team. And a little bit of an ECU thrown at the end for a quick game preview for Saturday, the first game of the season. So the biggest news in NFL in a really long time broke what? two nights ago. Yeah, I think that's right. With Andrew Two nights Luck. ago. Yeah. Andrew Luck retires. So why do we care about it on this podcast? Not a whole lot. I will trash anyone that has been trashing him about retiring because that dude is definitely beaten down and he has higher aspirations. He has a degree from Stanford and he wants to get into architecture? Uh, I haven't watched a lot of it, but yeah, okay. I agree with you 100%. But good for him, but uh, not, good for, not a good look for Colts fans for booing him off the uh, field. That's such trash. And why did Schefter let it out at like during, during the game? During the game, and not let him have his moment to announce it himself. And then he yeah. had that awkward post game presser. I I, yeah. I feel I feel bad for Andrew Luck and his family because that didn't go as he planned. But best of luck to him. But the reason we're talking about it is pretty obvious. Why is that, Kent? Well, it's because we're about to have starting quarterback number three in the league. <laughs> number three, uh, three to one. If we're going versus Carolina, which is what we always kind of no, really care about. Them. Trubisky shouldn't count as a starting quarterback in the league, but we'll we'll go that way. Uh, so Jacoby Brissett, remember him? Yeah, and you know what's really interesting is like he was during the summer. First of all, he went off the rails for a little while. He did. I'm not sure what was going on with him. I don't know. On Twitter. His Twitter was awesome, which I actually have some pulled up. I think it, for 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 folks who don't know, he just started asking these random ass questions on Twitter. And so, Will, I'm going to give you, like, two of them. Let's see what kind of response <laughs> that you would have. So, Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett on July 10th. If the sun is hot, how is outer space cold? <laughs> I guess 
that's your response is just a LOL, um, <laughs> quite literally. Here's another one. Uh, which part of the pig's skin is actually a football? I feel like he's getting these from like uh, shower thoughts on Reddit. That's a that's a very specific subreddit, but uh, that's uh, that's good. Like he's he's got a good Twitter game. Like what yeah. else does he have? Well, sitting here, what shape is the sky? <laughs> I mean, what is the answer to that though? I don't know. What's Can on the you other, answer? It? What's on the other side of the black hole? What is on the other side of the black hole? I don't know. This man asks real questions that we already answered. I think this one was my favorite. Why do we use toothbrushes more than once if they're dirty after we use them the first time? This guy. This guy philosophizer. He's a philosophizer. He's going to be right up there with Plato and Socrates. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. I'm, I'm excited for to see what he can do. I mean, he made the most of his opportunity, I think, two years ago. He did. Um, got kind of thrusted in that role too, with Andrew Luck going down, and they traded. Uh, well, they the tra- Patriots traded for well, him, or traded him to the Colts for like seven or eight days before the yeah, season. Yeah, because he had he had a really good preseason with the Pats because you know Brady never plays preseason snaps, and Brissett right. showed out, and the Colts needed a QB, so they got Jacoby, and I was excited about that because uh, I think I looked into a crystal ball and saw that Andrew Luck was soft. Just kidding, Andrew Luck's probably not. He's not soft, but. Um, I'm I'm happy to see him as a starting QB. Now, if I'm power ranking the state QBs in the league, uh, he is actually a uh, – All right, let's do that, actually. So, you're going Phillip 1, Russell 2. Yeah. Okay. Who's your three? Well, it, it would have to be Jacoby. Or is it Finley? Well, no, because I'm going to give it to the nod to the guys actually – That's actually play. starting? Okay. Yeah. Finley showed out in the preseason, though. I don't have that on the rundown here, but I watched um, – I'm a degenerate that watches preseason games, and he's actually looked very sharp yeah, in the preseason. I just don't think he'll crack the lineup with Andy, Andy Dalton there. No, I, I agree with that. I think Andy not, Dalton's, not now, anyway. No, I think Andy Dalton's time in, in Cincinnati is, is numbered. I don't, I don't think his I think his contract's easier. Yeah. Last year, he's got two years left. Well, you know Jacoby and Phillip go out at each other on week, week one. one. Yeah, yeah. should be dope. I can't wait. Yeah, and we. I mean, you can't talk about NC State quarterbacks without talking about Mike Glennon either. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of Glennon, <laughs> uh, my favorite part of Mike Glennon is uh, that he's on Hard Knocks this year. If anyone's watching Hard Knocks, I don't think Ken is. But I, uh, I'll watch it very late night, and I'll text Ken about it. I'll text him with, like, six thoughts about Hard Knocks, and then he won't respond until two days later. But uh, that's the classic Ken for you. But the best part of Hard Knocks with Mike Glennon so far is that he was in this, sitting in the front row beside Derek Carr. Uh, and Frank Caliendo comes in, and because Frank Caliendo does a great uh, John Gruden bit, we've all seen good. it a million yeah. times on ESPN or Fox or whatever. I think he's on Fox, but he comes in and he walks through. He walks down like imagine like a conference room or a movie theater. He's walking down the aisle, and the one player that he decides to roast while he's walking down in his John Gruden voice is Mike Glennon. So he said something to effect of like. I don't know, man, but I don't know how your necks get that long. <laughs> and Mike Lennon was the only one that got roasted. And I felt really bad, but actually I, I felt kind of hyped for him because he got Glennon's love. And he actually has shown out pretty well. And uh, it was either second or third preseason game with the Raiders. So yeah. proud of him. A uh, lot of- solid backup job at least. I mean, that's, that's, that's all we can hope, I think, for Mike Lennon. We've determined at this point. So Yeah, a lot of pack pros looking good in the preseason. You got – Jacoby, unsigned free agent with the Pats. It's just like cannot I mean, believe rushed up the depth chart. It looks like, and he's catching all the balls in preseason. I mean, he looks like he's solidified himself as a spot on that roster. Yeah, right his him and a slot receiver, I and mean, they've got Edelman there. But it's almost like they can they can play two slots. Yeah. I don't know football coaching at all. Can you play two slots? I don't know. What do you mean? If you're playing four wide, yeah. Yeah, so four wide. But, but I mean, he's, he's, he's catching, playing on the outside as well. I mean, he it's is. Not just all on the slot. He's catching all the balls. Uh, he's going to make the roster. I mean, that, that's not a question now. They do have uh, Kent's favorite receiver, Josh Gordon, that apparently has passed all his tests, and he's going to be there yeah, for – Yeah, I've drafted him in like seven fantasy leagues. I draft him every year. Ooh, let's talk about fantasy football. Everybody wants to hear about our teams. No, let's not. They don't. But uh, I draft him all, all the time in fantasy football, and he either – Gets popped for weed or, yeah, speeds. Yeah, um, but um, notice, yeah. I did notice one stat about Jacoby that I was a huge fan of when I was looking through his kind of his college because I had to kind of recap myself. Is that two and zero versus Wake? 
Noted Demon Deacon. Oh, you're killer. talking about Jacoby Brissett? Yeah, Jacoby. Yeah. Going back to Jacoby Brissett, sorry. Noted Demon Deacon killer, which is I'm a huge fan of because we can't seem to find a way to <laughs> catch, a, all, I, catch a W against them. It's just two flukes in a row. Two flukes in a row. Uh, I don't, I'm not worried about Wake this year. But yeah, uh, Jacoby Myers, he's going to make the pats. I think he's going to play a real role as far as the contribution there. And uh, of course, Bradley Chubb. He's looked good. First to second team all pro. Second team maybe all pro. We'll see. We'll see. I think he's got the – I think playing alongside with Vaughn Miller, I mean, I think those two guys wreak havoc in the backfield. So, I mean, I think you see that he's got the capabilities of doing it, no doubt about it. And then uh, finally, uh, last night, watched a little bit of the Steelers and Titans, and Jalen Samuels looked good. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's going to carve out a role. A couple weeks ago, too. Yeah. I think he's going to carve a role out. I mean, we're, we're being very sportsy and sports broadcaster out right now. But um, he looks good. He looks quick. We should really try to just, like, do the most cliche – yeah, type things. Yeah, like so. Describe Jalen Samuels as a player. Oh, he gives it one hundred and ten percent. Oh yeah, hard nosed. <laughs> Competitive is an understatement. <laughs> Fights through adversity like no other. <laughs> but uh, we'll see how he does. I think it's going to be a split backfield with him and James Conner. Uh, so I think they're going to. I think that's one of the best running back tandems in the NFL, and that's probably me being a little bit of state homer with Samuels in there. But I think mm-hmm. they'll be fine. Uh, the one thing I want to talk about that was let's get off of NFL pack pros because we've got so many. But um, is your boy Mac Brown? My boy. Your boy. Okay. When you walked in, you're like, man, I wish, I wish he, we had I Mac Brown. Kind of wish we had Mac case. Brown if he would have just came back here instead of the Carolina. But um, he's bringing back uh, something pretty cool, I guess. That. Well, I don't um, know if he's necessarily bringing it back. It's a first-time tradition for the Well, Hills. he's bringing it back in the sense that they used to do it at Texas. So, Texas right. has done it since, like, the 50s. Mm-hmm. And they're lighting their memorial tower. Is that what they call it? Or is it a bell tower? Uh, I think it's the same. One and the same. Bell tower, memorial yeah. tower. But they're lighting that one blue after wins. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's I get. I get the fact that he's bringing it over from Texas. But, like, there's also a little bit of, like, <laughs> uh, okay, hello. <laughs> He's cucking us, is what I'm trying to tell you. Oh uh, man, Did you I, see I the picture. I saw the picture. It's kind of a Duke blue. <laughs> it is. It does look Duke blue. I didn't want to bring that up to you, but it, it, it did. Oh, it it did kind of look dark. Uh, my favorite part was um, you would think since they have that color trademark that they could make it Carolina blue. You would think so. My favorite was uh, Kel- Do you see Kelvin Harmon's tweet today? No. Nah. <laughs> so Kelvin Harmon uh, at wide underscore receiver three. If you guys want to follow him, noted. Redskins wide receiver is going to be their number one receiver this year, hopefully. Um, his tweet today, he responded to Tar Heel Football's tweet. He said, the light will barely be on. <laughs> barely, I think he was going for, but it was B-R, I'm sorry, B-A-R-L-E-Y. So, noted state receiver, spelling barely wrong. But Anyway, I'm not trashing Kelvin. I think that was very funny that he responded to that, and he's still active on the Twitter yeah, game. He had a pretty good tweet about Jacoby getting the uh, start or, or taking over for the Colts, and mm-hmm. people were roasting him, too, for the high praise that he had provided Jacoby. But, so yeah. he got a couple uh, – he got a good, <laughs> good couple of replies from um, his tweet there because he had, you know, not great, 401 likes, 60 retweets, but – it's um, a lot better than what we do. It's a good ratio, I guess. It's a decent ratio. Uh, Darth Diggler replied, they should do it for the basketball team so they get to turn it on at all, LOL. Um, looks like a bug zapper, someone said. <laughs> which I, uh, I, I can get that, yeah. Uh, someone said, y'all sound scared. You worried about UNC, question mark. Why does that sound scared? Uh, that's some BS, Kelvin. I'm a heels and skins fan. But let's be real. UNC leads all time in wins against y'all. Wolfpecker fans scared because Mac is back. I don't think anybody's really scared, <laughs> to be honest with you. So I, I, think, I thought that was funny. I, I actually get the sense that a lot of state fans right now kind of think it's a joke over there. Yeah, I mean, the light will barely be on. Let's yeah. be real. All right, let's move on to something else that's kind of a joke. And that's some of the ACC hashtags that these teams have come up with. What are ACC hashtags? You know, like on Twitter, you, you know, like, one pack, one goal, for example. Oh, yeah, that one goes hard. Yeah. So let me give you a couple, and let me see if you can tell me who they are. Okay, so you're bouncing yeah. other schools' hashtags off of me, and I have to guess. Yep. Oh, it's a game. I like games. ACC so. football schools. ACC football schools. Yep. Fire away. All right, let's, let's start with the one that's most like ours. One team, one heartbeat. 
Um, that sounds like some shit Pittsburgh would do. Louisville. That's close. Uh, Louisville. A, a crappy Big East school. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, you know, my favorite is Do Something. You remember that one? Hashtag Do Something. I'm going Georgia Tech? That's uh, Florida State. Florida State. We've had, had, we've had that conversation yeah. before. Here's another one that sounds somewhat stolen from us, but not really. But okay. it's hard, smart, and tough. Hard, smart, and tough. All and right. I, all I can think about is Philip Rivers saying, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His little speech at, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Virginia Tech. Damn, that was good. I got right. it? So you got one. All right. I got I got two more. This mm-hmm. one's uh, a good one. Hashtag be the one. Hashtag be the one. So what kind of coach is going to have some motivatable, motivational stuff? Hashtag be the one. Uh, I'm going outside the box and... It's not Clemson. That's not a Dabo move. Uh, let's go Virginia. Bronco. Mac Brown. Oh, Apparently that. that's their new culture that he's just saying that it's the culture and so it's going to change. And here, one Either more. one what? I don't know. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Here's the last one. Too many lights on. Hashtag too many lights on. Too many lights on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making these up, y'all. Uh, Clemson. Nah, Pitt. Hashtag yeah, theirs would be that. Do they have like a light of lights in their I don't stadium? even know what that means, to be honest with you. All right, let's, let's. I'd rather do hashtag all of the lights. All right, let's get to let's get to the real stuff. Yeah. All right, it's halftime. You know what time it is? Ah, <laughs> that's Kit shotgunning an old Tuffy. Oh man, that was delicious. It's uh, actually a really good shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, it's, a, it's a really good beer anyway, but it's a really oh good man, shotgun. it's even a better shotgun. Uh, shouts to Dave Dorn for that one. We were we were playing upon a bit that was <laughs> said by Dave Dorn. Interviewed, I think he was interviewed by Joe Ovius about the passouts, and he said that uh, if everyone stayed in their seats for halftime and were there for the third quarter, he would shotgun a beer. So. That's our challenge to Dave Dorn to follow up on that because Kent just laid one out. Yep. Hashtag an old toughie on that one. Yeah, it was a good one too, man. I, I got to say that that's not a bad beer to shotgun. That was clean. Off. Like yeah. Usually when you shotgun a beer, you have like three quarters of your beer left and you throw it on the ground in the grass because nobody notices. So that was actually a clean um, one. That's usually not how it happens. <laughs> I'm a pro, um, first of all. But All right, I guess we can get into the upcoming season now. Um, season think- preview, preview, preview. Yeah, I think the one thing that's been on everybody's mind all summer long, I mean, it's we kind of got left in a cliffhanger here, and that is whether or not Chief of Police Jim Hopper is alive or dead. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. He's definitely alive. No doubt about it. He's he's in Russia. He's definitely in Russia. Yeah, He's, he's the American, I'm assuming, in the after the credits part. Oh, yeah, he's the American. Yeah. Did you guys know we just turned this into a Stranger Things Season 3 podcast? All the spoilers. I've got a lot of spoilers coming up for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I hope Kent hasn't seen it. So right, gonna, please don't mess I'm that just gonna, I'm just going to ruin the movie. All right, well, I guess I guess we've got to really talk about football now. Um, all right, so... What 2019 Wolfpack. Yeah, what I was really alluding to was the quarterback. And we've got some clarity in that now in that... Daniel Jones is the starter. Uh, Wait. You're an idiot. Uh, no, Matt McKay is now. I was talking now, about the Giants. Um, Go ahead. I thought you got off of there a little bit. I did. I'm, I'm on the Panthers. Go ahead. Um, uh, who's the QB? Did Matt we get McKay a is going to be our quarterback. Oh, so we got the depth chart today. Yeah. You say depth or depth? Who cares? All right, go ahead. So Matt McKay is going to be the starter. And then I can't remember if it was uh, Bailey Hockman. I think Bailey Hockman was two. And then Devin Leary was three. Sometimes Dave likes to throw in those oars. Yeah, so, he, did, um, he he threw out new or no oars today. He so. did throw some oars in some positions, like the no oars in QB is what I'm referring oh, to. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I know that the running back position was an oar. Um, it was an oar all the way down the line. It was kind of funny how it how it shook out. But yeah, what's um, your official? What's your hot take on the depth chart? Depth chart. <clears throat> um, not a whole lot of surprises. Okay. Um, I think one of the things that everybody was looking at at watching is where Skullthorpe was going to end up on the line. All-time last name, by the way. Um, oh, it's, it's solid. Uh, a lot of speculation that he was either going to play center or left guard, um, depending on who won the other position from right. either uh, Bryson, Spree, uh, Bryson Spees at left guard or right. Grant Gibson at center. Grant Gibson ultimately is going to be our center this year, and 
uh, Skullthorpe's moving over to left guard to play, which Skullthorpe, I mean, in, in, uh, in like a lot of the pro football focus numbers last year, he rated as our, our, our one of our top linemen coming off the bench. So, yeah, I mean, you showed me that earlier. I was impressed um, by your research, yeah, which you weren't I, supposed to do. I, I mean, you know, I just researched Twitter um, basically. Um, but our offense is going to be missing a lot of pieces from last year. We lost a 3,000-yard passer, 2,000-yard wide receivers, 1,000-yard running back. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to see a lot of new faces at the skill All positions. All to the NFL other than Reggie. Yeah, which I was actually kind of surprised that he didn't get like uh, a – I wasn't. Go ahead. He, he's a goal – I mean, he could be a serviceable goal back. Come mm, on now. Go ahead. But uh, we have a lot of new faces. Um, I mentioned our, our quarterback with Matt McKay. Um out of Wakefield. Out of Wakefield. So, my question here is that I've I've gotten more on the train for McKay than I was. I was, I was kind of off of it because I don't know you're, what you're you're counting the recruiting hype, and that's why you're off of it. Yeah, I'm I'm big on all of that, and I I've I've kind of been. That's the only been, reason that you would not be. Hyped I've been up about weirdly it. a Devin Leary guy since I've heard about him two years ago, and uh, but I haven't seen him produce. But it's anything, interesting so. that Bailey Hawkman sounds like he even passed him on the depth chart. He did. Yeah. So every, everything I've read and on again on Twitter mostly, but uh, that Bailey passed him. So, but did you? Read- I think ultimately, this is my. This is my take, and we'll get a little deeper. But I think having someone that can that is not Ryan Finley, who is literally a statue, which is great. We love Ryan. Finley. I think that's not fair to Finley. I think I, I think Finley can run three yards for a first down, but can he run I thirteen think, yards for his first down? No, I don't think that's fair for Finley. I think that over the last two years, there was no depth behind him, and there was no way that they were risking putting him out in an RP. I mean, they're not going to run a bunch of. RPOs with him or anything. He's not like an RPO that. guy though. He's, well, I know that. He's, but a Glennon, I'm saying, he's a Glennon. He's a Rivers. No, he's what, better. He's 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 faster than Glennon. Do you see what, some of his what I'm telling you stuff? to to have an actual athletic quarterback, a la Russell. He's not Russell. I understand that, but well, I'll you mean a, if you go back to like a Jacoby Brissett? Yeah, I was starting to warm with the fact that our running game was literal dumpster fire last year. We had our moments. Don't get me wrong, but. Well, I think a lot of it was vanilla play calling in the run game last year. It was. So, that's a big thing that we want to get into was, are these new co-offensive coordinators going to do things different than what Eli laid out? Well, you because, got – it's not only Eli because Ledford was your run game. Right, 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 right. True. So, um, I think – I mean, I think they ultimately were trying to play off the strengths of uh, Finley and and Harmon and and Myers and the offensive line and they just kind of lined up and tried to essentially run the same running play over and over again and I mean Reggie had a good year I mean he had a thousand yards and they really started to run the ball pretty well towards the end of the year but I mean we were playing Carolina and East Carolina so right not yeah. a great way to yeah value things exactly but my thing is it's for the I, I just don't think he can do anything worse for the running game. So the running game, if, I, well, I if think we can, if we can have that RPO that exists and yeah, the threat, or some zone reads, and yeah, the, the threat for him to have a zone read to kick an eight yard run out, or just give it off to we've got two, and even with Trevor Penix, a Trent. three Trent. Just kidding. I said I said Trent. Actually, uh, I'm pretty uh, hyped about Jordan Houston too. Houston's a, Houston's a very good back as well. The uh, the ability to have not only Ricky Person, who's super highly recruited and really was kind of banged up all last year, yeah, it sounds he, like he when he when he came when he came in and did work, he he impressed. But yeah. to have uh, Bam backing you up, like yeah. the dude is a home run waiting to happen. I think that's what we didn't have last year, and that's an easy take. Is that yeah. Just like, oh, we don't have a Naheem Hines. I could just break a four-yard run on you. So, I think we've got that back this year. Which yeah, is I agree with that. I mean, he's the a offense. And two, especially with a, a quarterback that can run. Right. Yeah, I mean, it adds that other dimension, especially like in the red zone, too, where we've kind of sputtered the last <laughs> two years. Yeah. Um, so, you've got to think that the quarterback in the run game, um, some of the even even like we haven't got to receiver yet, but even thinking about like a CJ Riley who's a big six four absolutely um athletic wide receiver down in the red zone. Um Carrie Angelin, mm-hmm. um, you know, having him back and, and Dylan Althreith and all those guys, mm-hmm. I mean, coming back. I think that, you know, hopefully that 
and with the coordinators and just kind of seeing how they they run things. I think you got some some weapons down in the red zone that maybe we can, you know, keep Chris Dunn off the field as as much as we can. I mean, we love the guy, but at the same time, we'd like to be scoring six instead of scoring three when we get down there. Yeah, that was a that was a big issue. Is it's kind of relying on Dunn to get there at the end of the at the end of the drives, but um, I think the the biggest thing is that left side of the offensive line. So I understand we've got this. Like you got the whole right side returning. The right side's returning, but it's just that left side, which is quarterback's yeah. blind spot. Matt McKay is right-handed. Right, 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 right. So having that is paramount to success this year. Well, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm confident in Skullthorpe. Oh, 100%. Um, it looks like McGirt's going to get the start on uh-huh. the left tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, All-time the, name, too, Emmanuel McGirt. Yeah, that is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the challenge with the left tackle position is the depth. And well, just not, Absolutely. Not only – I mean, the whole offensive line, I think, has a little bit of a depth issue. If anybody goes down, I mean you, – did you watch any of the Miami-Florida game this past week? Or uh, Saturday night? So, I was at Boxcar Bar and Arcade, not sponsored, but uh, we – Watched it a little bit. I saw basically the end of it where it got kind of got dramatic. Yeah. Well, I mean, you if I mean Miami has heard there's uh, a lot of penalties. There was a lot of penalties, <laughs> but if Miami has a serviceable offensive line. Oh, their offensive line is trash. They they probably win that game. I mean, they're they had a, a freshman. Uh, I think it was a freshman left tackle that was yeah. just getting beat. Oh yeah. And, uh, they gave up ten sacks in the game. I mean, not all of it's on the offensive line. I think the quarterback kind of held the ball a little bit too much. But he that did. could also be our. This is not a Miami podcast, but but I mean, but but when you have when you have challenges on the offensive line, and when you have a, a fresh young quarterback, I Absolutely. mean, those type of things happen. So, um, so our you kinda, is, but you can kind of correlate that because Matt McKay's seen a lot of limited game action. Like when we've when we've put him in, it's been a sure thing. Like okay, McKay, come on in. Yeah. Oh, he, he had that rushing touchdown against. I think it was Georgia Southern, maybe. Yeah, but I think he had one. We had he had that big drive against Louisville. Yeah, um, we, where yeah, he was, I was like, there for I, that. He, he he did something ridiculous there. I, I think he drove down the field at like maybe five or six out of he out in the air. Um, so I mean, it's, it's it's I think to me like the biggest thing for concern is just the lack of experience on the left side of the line, your quarterback. You just got a lot of pieces to replace here. It is. I, I I will never say, and I'm not going to say during this podcast that it's a rebuilding year because it's not. I think we'll get to the end of our season predictions and where we can kind of tell where we think we're going to be for the entire season. Right. But it there's a lot of question marks. There and, is a lot of specifically on the offensive side and, of football. And here's where the question marks can get answered: is 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 coach a coaching and b talent and yeah. and the b for talent. At the running back position is covered, and then I, I mean, I'd at the argue, wide receiver, I'd argue the wide receiver position is loaded. The wide as well. receiver, we're covered. Yeah. We're we're fine. Yeah, we we got a lot of shit for on the wide receiver position for that. Hey, you lost Kevin Harmon. Hey, you lost Kobe Myers. But but you the, got a Mecca Mezzi's coming Mecca's back with six hundred yards. You got CJ Riley there. CJ Riley. I think CJ Riley's gonna have a big year. I one hundred percent agree with that. And then, Dude is the fastest player uh, on offense. He's running a I think he, four, no, four, no, four. I think he runs a three seven forty. Oh yeah, yeah. I just, just I got can fly. That. He's six four. <laughs> um, I think he's going to have a big year. Completely um, agree. And I, I mean, and to me, that's part of the reason of opti- for optimism. I mean, Absolutely. At the skill position, as much as we lost last year with Gillespie and Harmon and Myers, we have took tremendous strides in the speed department. Yeah. Speed I think, and explosive. I think overall last season the the offense was I want to say predictable because because Eli is kind of a predictable play caller. Well, I mean I sense. think they just relied on it. But NFL it's just quarterback relied and on a, a not very mobile quarterback to throw medium to deep shots to the receivers that they either draw penalties on yeah, had a lot of back shoulder throws. Had or had, catch, yeah, or Finley just overthrows them. There was had, a lot of those. He had a lot of Jacoby, uh, kind of third down catches. Up, yeah. down the middle. That, the you had to rely on. I'm not worried about. I'm not. The, the thing is, I'm not worried about skill positions. Skill positions were fine. Yeah, it's can McKay if he is a starter, which he is only named as a starter for week one. We yeah, not named the starter for now. I I mean, if you're reading some of Doran's comments and or. 
uh, it, some of Doran's comments, um, I think that he made uh, – maybe I'm reading too much in it, but it sounded like he was going to be the guy with a pretty long uh, leash. Leash, yeah. Yeah. I could – no, I, I mean, no, it didn't no, even – No, no, no. You didn't read too much into yeah. it. He basically said that. I don't that. even think we I, – I wouldn't be surprised if we don't even see Hawkman if it's a close game. From what unless, I've, from unless what it's I've a close on, game because from of what I've gleaned on Twitter, unless Matt McKay goes out there and throws three picks in the first four drives, he's going to be the quarterback yeah. for the entire game. Yeah, I would agree with that. But I'm not scared of that. Because I'm not either. We're playing ECU at home. Yeah. Although it's going to be 105 degrees outside, and there will most likely be two paramedics called to our section. It's not going to be that bad. You know, you know what really screwed us over? Well, we'll get to that later, but... I, I think that we have a lot of reasons for optimism on offense. I think, you know, it's been weird because our offense has been something that has been our strength for the last two to three years with mm-hmm. Finley at the quarterback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for us to kind of be in a situation where it's a little bit like, eh, I don't know what's going to be the case with offense is a little different. But it's it is also, a little different, especially with with two OCs, which you don't yeah. see you don't see that one a lot, just to be honest. And uh, – I'm not worried about that part of it. I think that those guys will. I think that just makes out. the season more intriguing. Like it, yeah. it makes like it's it's, it's just a lot of a good stories card. to follow. Yeah, it's just, and it, it's and, just a wild card. And the good thing about both, you know, outside of the offensive line standpoint, uh, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, there's quality depth that's been built there. Absolutely. So if Matt McKay is not the guy. There's we've two got other another guys guy. that yeah. I and think we've got that, another guy that, after that. Yeah, that Doran yeah. and, and company are confident in. If if uh, CJ Riley's not the guy on the edge or on the on the outside, I think there's other people that that can fill in from the wide receiver standpoint. Absolutely. Um, now I will say, I mean, we're we're more we're more loaded in the slot than we are on the outside from Absolutely. a from a depth standpoint at wide receiver, but but still, I think there's a lot of talent there where where we'll be okay either way. I think last piece in the offense for me, and you, you can go in as far as you want to go in, but is uh, the lack of that ex- those explosive plays from the running game? Yeah, I mean those are going to be something that we've we've haven't had since Hines. I mean that wasn't that long ago. It wasn't. It was but, two. It was literally two years ago. But well, that was the difference in our not offense last, last year. Versus... When you're a plotting running back, a plotting running back that can break tackles, but someone that can break a sixty yard run to out the of house. nowhere or to the house, I think we have that in yeah. person in Bam. Yeah. Especially, I yeah, I, I would agree. Have any doubt about, it. especially the way Bam played it in the preseason? Yeah, I call it the preseason, but, but it was red game. and white game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then I mean, it's and for person to be question mark is can he stay healthy? I mean, it sounds exactly. like he's been dinged up a little bit in camp. Yeah, I feel like he's kind of a dinged up kind of guy, and like in unfortunately, general, it seems yeah, like I mean, it, yeah. just he's 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 had some poor luck since he's. I mean, even back into his, I think his junior or senior year in high school. Yep. Same same um, shit was happening. He's had he's had some issues with with health. So uh, let's switch over to defense, where I think the defense is something that I think will be a bit of a bright spot this year. I agree. I mean, we we come back I, with a lot of experience, a lot of depth. My uh, we lost the freak of nature and Jermaine Pratt. We but, did, and we saw even what how much we missed Jermaine Pratt during the bowl game yeah. when we got oh, hell, literally even, murdered. Even the uh, uh, UNC game. Yeah, or even yeah, yeah, that game as well. So the experience and the depth there, but the depth in linebacker, I'm a big fan of. I mean, uh, Moorhead getting named a captain, and yeah. he's he's kind of the. Well, I think there was three guys on the defense. It was McLeod. Uh, McLeod was as well. Yeah, Moorhead and uh, James Smith Williams. Yeah, JSW, I call him. But yeah. uh, they all got named captain, which is pretty cool. All seniors. But. Um, the secondary experience is going to step its way up. My, my biggest thing that I was going to talk about defense-wise is just how torturable we were in the secondary last year. But a lot of that, and I know what you're about to say, Kent, is the fact that we got no pressure up front. So we can't get any pressure up front because we didn't. We didn't, we didn't register a ton of sacks last year. It's, it's very easy to torch the secondary. So that's yeah. – so the defensive line, I think, though, is is something that could be an interesting thing to watch too. Agreed. We got a new um, redshirt freshman starter on the end uh-huh, with uh, uh-huh. Joseph Boatapelli, I think is how yeah, you pronounce it. Yeah, I can't it. say his name, but yeah. I know um, sure. You got Val Martin and Laurel Murchison. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to Elizabeth Town. Yeah, yeah. And then you got James Smith Williams on the mm-hmm. other uh, on the other end. So I think they're going to be a solid group. I think you got both JSW and Laurel are are. Uh, Likely pros. What the hell are you drinking? Uh, all right, quick break here. 
This is uh, is that it? <laughs> you guys have all heard about the summer of White Claw. Jeez, White Claw has man. been blowing up the uh, the summer game, the Twitter game. Everything's all about White Claws and Trulies. I gotta tell y'all, Natural Light. I don't know if you heard of it. They just came out with a seltzer. It kind of sounds like this. Uh, it's called Aloha Beaches. This is when mango and peach go beach mode. Right. Highly tasty, but it's no Old Tuffy because you, you know Old Tuffy. Sorry, y'all. I had to I had to definitely call him out for that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think the defensive line is going to be good. Um, the two deep and defensive line is is all pretty solid. You've got some good backups. Um, hopefully, uh, Deontay Holden will get back. Mm-hmm, um, he's mm-hmm. been a little dinged up and and uh, get to play on his grad senior year. And um, am I the only one that's like glad that Ted Roof is gone? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think anybody was losing sleep over that. One. <laughs> so we uh, swapped Ted Roof for Tony Gibson from West Virginia. I think that was like a hurricane trade that we had, <laughs> and uh, so we got him. I think he's going to be he's going to pay I, huge I dividends in the secondary. The he's yeah. a he's a big. Coaching upgrade uh, from Ted Roof because why did we ever hire him? But because uh, Georgia Tech was paying his salary. <laughs> True. I mean, let's be honest. Um, yeah, so I think that's good. The depth of linebackers something we haven't seen in a while. Absolutely. Um, it looks like you know Isaiah Moore obviously is going to be one of the starters. And oh yeah. Announced today that Louis uh, Asus. I always have a tough time pronouncing his name. Will be on the other side, mm-hmm. um, so I think that that's a quality group at linebacker. And then, like you said, we do have an experienced secondary. Um, you know, moving uh, Tanner Engel to safety, um, uh, much needed. Your boy Tanner got a little scorched last year on a few occasions for some deep balls. Well, I think that plus you had the emergence of Stephen Griffin mm-hmm, playing mm-hmm. the nickel, and it it was. It kind of allowed them to be able to move him to the free safety position. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Jerry's Moorhead is, is is great. Bring back both corners um, in Chris Ingram and, and uh, Nick McLeod. So, I mean, we returning a lot of experience. So that I mean, that's something that's really kind of to me it's something that's optimistic. But at the same time, uh, as you alluded to a couple times, the secondary did get scorched a lot. Uh-huh. So returning that. Experience yeah. is somewhat of a concern as well. Um, I mean, but, you, gotta, you gotta think kids progress, man. That, yeah, that's all I mean, I'm going for. I, the, the, we're not these guys that are. I'm more, nitpicking the defense because it's that or how you replace. I mean, how's linebacker position gonna face without without Jermaine? Pratt? Jermaine yeah, um, and then who's gonna be the guy? Like yeah. we had the guy for like the last few years. Who's gonna be the guy this year? I mean, if Moorhead doesn't step up, I think there's leaders there. Uh, my main thing that I wanna talk about was uh, the possible Lou Garza award winner. His name's Chris Dunn. Oh yeah? Is it Lou Garza? I don't have a clue. That but yeah, I mean, he's one of the best kickers. Robert Aguayo. No doubt about it. <laughs> We've got a new punter now too. New punter. Uh, so the new, oh, by the way, uh, AJ Cole? He's in Oakland. The only punter on the roster. Yeah. He is going to be the Raiders punter. Shouts to AJ. Pack pros, bro. We should have thrown that one in there. Uh, How about worry about Chris Dunn at all? I mean, no. give him, he's good from 65 and under, I don't man. Know about all that, <laughs> he's, good from, he's good from 62 and under, then. Yeah. But uh, having him as a weapon, we've talked about. Yeah, I've <laughs> got a new punter. Um, Trenton Gill will be the starter at punter. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. beat out Mackenzie Morgan from Australia. Who had the best of the pack camp entrances when he, <laughs> he kind of came with a little crocodile or alligator or whatever it was? Um, that was cool. And then, um, you know, with uh, Maurice Trowell being gone, we've got new kick returner. Uh huh. Um, I thought it was personally going to be, I think, my new favorite receiver at NC State, who's torched us before at Wake Forest, Tabari Hines. Yeah. But, I wonder how him and Chris Ingram get, get along. That's a good, great question. But um, I thought it was going to be Tabari Hines. Apparently, the depth chart they we have who returned. He kicks? had uh, so returning kicks. It was um, Keon Lassane. We have Thayer returning punts. Yeah, Thayer returning punts. I don't agree. Like let Tabari Hines return points. We'll see. We'll have to kind of see how that that slot position shakes out too with Hines and Thayer and seeing how. Yeah, that's true. I think Hines is going to. Hines I think whoever my, ultimately is going to end up being the main guy in the slot. Hans is my sneaky like I would agree MVP. Yeah, like, I think a lot of he's people, not getting talked about a lot. Well, everybody's talking about Thayer. Yeah, but I actually well, they're because they're talking about how he 
also plays baseball and he yeah. got literally drafted by yeah. the Red Sox, I think. It doesn't matter. But so what are you thinking about the season overall? I mean, we're what? Well, here's the thing. Vegas. We're all about Vegas here. We're a gambling show. Except yeah, the right. opposite. Uh, Vegas has a plus 40,000 to make the playoffs. So, are you taking that bet? I mean, if you bet 100 bucks, you win $40,100. Oh, yeah? You, you figured that out? How, how do you know that? So, you take the plus 40,000 and add $100 to it. It's just a thing, man. I don't know. I took, I took pre-cal at Bladen Community College, calculus at NC State. Failed it once. Failed it twice in summer school. Then I had to go... Beg my teacher to graduate to make it not pass fail, and I would actually get a C in the class. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's our playoff projection. But um, so, how do you think? I mean, what do you think about the team overall? I'm excited, man. I last, am too, man. The, the last couple of years, I'd I'd almost rather have a question mark going into the year than and a lot like of question marks than, than just then there's kind of like, oh yeah, if we don't win ten games, we're shit. Like. I think this season's gonna be fun. I think our floor is seven and five. That's a big. That's a pretty good. I mean that. I mean that in and of itself has kind of told you what Dave Doran has done. Absolutely, no, one hundred percent agree with that. I think our ceiling. You is, might be a little bit over optimistic with the floor, but no, I think I our know. ceiling is also eight and four. I don't think. I think we are no other record than seven and five or eight and four. There's no chance of any other record. We're not gonna go six and six. Well, let's go through the games and then you pick them. Just kind of, we don't know what anything about these these teams at this point. We know a lot about these teams. I mean, we we haven't seen we haven't seen Matt McKay. We haven't seen oh our team. Yeah, yeah well, just ahead. I mean, Fire a lot away. of teams. So, um, Snatty like Seltzer just hits different. All right, ECU, Pack wins right. W. Yeah. I'm gonna sweat my ass off. Western Carolina, win. W. West Virginia without Will Greer. On At the WVU L. You take the L. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go that we win that game. Okay, that's a new. That's a new coach. I get. I mean, new QB and new coach. Um, they replacing. We can, we can talk a little bit about that before we get to the game. Right. Let's just quick, quick hitters here. Quick real. fucking hitter then. Okay. Ball State. Dub. Florida State at home. Florida State at home. I like it. James Blackman. No, it's Florida State in Tallahassee. I still like it. Uh, James Blackman just got named the starting QB. He's trash. So you're going to say that that's a win for the pack. Yeah, it's a dub. All right. So right now you're four and one. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to say we take an L at Florida State. But you um, say the dub at West Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to take the next game is at home on a Thursday night against the Q's. Uh, I think it's going to come down to like the last two drives, but I'll take a W because no stadium – Puts out an experience like Carter Finley on Thursday night, and yeah, that's probably actually, a home take. But go ahead. Um, I agree. I think State will, you know, again, at this point in time, they got to the think they're going to win that. Good. All right, you got BC on the road. That's an L. Yeah, I agree. One hundred percent. Especially coming off the win against one hundred percent. BC, I, I would agree. You got at Wake. Oh, this is uh, that's the toughest game to predict on the entire schedule. Uh, you and I both looked at the schedule. And I would say that. That's there's no chance in hell that State loses that game. I'm going. I'm going curse away again. That's a that's an L, for me. You you going dub? Yeah, I'm going W on that. Okay. You got Clemson at home. We lose by at least two touchdowns. Uh, We lose that game, but I don't know about two touchdowns. We'll see. Depends. I mean, we have so many question marks. I don't know. Uh, Louisville, who may win one or two games this year. That's a dub. It's easy. Georgia Tech, who may win two or three games this year. That's a dub. Go ahead. And the uh, Tar Heels, who may win another dub. four games. I probably didn't do a 7 5, did I? No, you did 1, 2, eight 3, three. 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 8 and 4. Yeah, I said that's the best case scenario. So yeah. I, I did our best case scenario. We're at the best, an 8 and 4 team. At the worst, 7 and 5. We're, I not, disagree. we're not 6 and 6. We're not 9 and 3. I went 9 and 3. You're, you're not going 9 and 3, bro. All we have to do is clean up the BC and Wake Forest game. You're not going to clean those up. For you, that's all That's all there is to it. you got to clean those two games up. You're you not going to clean those clean, up. You don't, you don't understand think we it. clean one of those two up? No. To be 9-3? and three? No. I think Wake is going to be a legit 8-9 to nine win team this year. Uh, I think Dave Paulson's got it figured out. And um, we're not going to win at BC. We won last – the last time we went over BC, we won. 
It's not going to happen again. Well, we won two in a row against BC. Yeah. Well, home and home. And home. All right. That's sure. our official prediction. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that'll change as the season goes on. It will. Because as, as, as soon as we start recording every episode, you're going to pick the pack every time we actually. Oh, that was last episode. year. This year, I'm more realistic guy. Okay. I, I, I got to realize that. We, All right. We'll we're see. Not, we're not. All right. Let's get, let's get to Eastern Carolina University, who we uh, have coming in on Saturday. Ooh, that's in uh, that's at Carter Finley. It's at, at Carter Finley at noon. Everyone's favorite noon kick. Yeah, are you going? Oh, all right. You're hoping I didn't ask. Yeah, that's kind of who. Yeah, so I'm scheduled to work, and I have two choices. Oh, One okay. is call out sick to go to the game. Two. Call out sick to go to a Labor Day beach weekend. It's got to be one of the two. So, um, shouts to Verizon. I'll probably call out sick. I just got to flip a coin to see which one. But most likely to the beach. I'm going to go to You'll be there. the game and then leave straight from the game after the game. To go to the beach? To go to the lake. But, yeah, sim- a s- similar experience. Uh, maybe I should do this. But here's my problem is that no one cares. But – I gotta work Sunday, so like I have to be back Sunday. So is it worth it to go one night to the beach? Where I, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But uh, I do want to go because I've got uh, I, I I need to go to that game. Like, yeah, I, it's gonna be hot. I think that Debbie has screwed us with this because she put out a tweet like three days ago talking about uh, not what we expected. The weather's going to be 81 degrees. It's not 81. Well, it was two days ago and then automatically jinxed us and now it's going to be 90 and whatever app that you said, it's going to feel like 97. Well, here's the thing. You can drink all... <laughs> I can drink old Tuffy's in the game. You can drink old Tuffy in the game, so it doesn't yeah. matter, man. I guess that's true. Old Tuffy's just like cools you down. It's crazy. Like one time I drank, I was like on fire. Like my house was on fire and I found an old Tuffy and I was drinking. Like it extinguished the fire and I got cool, so... Hashtag all toughies. Uh, you're killing me with this shit. <laughs> Don't do much. Oh, uh, fifty-eight uh, to three last time. Fifty-eight to three. Uh, Did you? Can you? Can we take anything from that game into this game? They're gonna have a better head coach. They're gonna have a better head coach. <laughs> They're gonna have a court. Their quarterback will be playing. Their their quarterback's better. Did you have like a take? I, I heard you were talking with. So you, you browsed the forums and you couldn't find any good trash takes in the forums. Did you find? Any of your ECU buddies that gave so, you takes? Yeah, it's funny you ask. Um, it's funny I asked because I was going to run down. But go ahead. <laughs> so I got a text from this guy today at like 7.30. And I it, it's so old that like it's I haven't had a text from him so I can't see anymore. Because it's, it's been that long that they automatically delete. Right. right. <laughs> uh, and he says competitive Saturday. Question mm. mark. So he's... You know, just wants to kind of go ahead and throw just that throw the feelers out there. there. Like, is it, um, is it competitive? And then he starts talking about um, his quarterback and uh, who's your quarterback? Know, Blake something? Holton Ayers. Holton. That is the most white boy name of all time. Holton. And uh, he tells me that this guy's going to be special and he has NFL talent. Well, that may be true and all. He, you know, he might be the. Well, apparently he thinks he's the second coming of David Gerard. So I mean, oh, I was gonna say the last QB that even sniffed the NFL and actually had a good NFL career was Gerard. But, but I'm him. like, uh, he might be at ECU, but he's the four string quarterback at state. Uh yeah. And you, Devin Leary was five stars. He's a four star. Four star. Just kidding. Um, five star on rivals. I follow rivals. I don't think he was two four seven that. sports. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, you're like all about throwing out some some cheap pops tonight. I am. Um, but and and that really set him off. He started sending me screenshots of his stats when he was in co- at high school. Like, oh, because high school stats matter. Yeah, and he he sent me a um, he sent me the last thing he sent me was something about the spider. It was I guess it was something that he quoted from a, 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 a article. Despite a rush of interest from the very best in the nation, Ailers or whatever the hell his name is. Stuck to his original decision to attend ECU. Georgia offered him Florida and Alabama, and he told Nick Saban that he wasn't interested in talking to him. <laughs> Probably because Nick Saban wanted his ass to be a tight end. There's no way he's going to play over Tua. No, he wanted, to be, a, he wanted to be a fucking long snapper. <laughs> Get out of here with that. I mean, come He has good on. hands. He can be a long snapper. There's no chance. I mean, it. It may maybe he's the third string quarterback here at state. Maybe Bailey Hotman doesn't come if he's here. I'll give him that. Was he the QB when he played us last year? No, he wasn't there. But I mean, you got to think about it. Like, oh, he's a fresh. The, yeah, he's a true freshman last year. So okay. he would have redshirted last year, right? And so he would have already been. Remember that kid who played last okay. year was trash. Yeah, he was 
That's why the true freshman started. And right. He throws the ball like 60 times a game. Yeah, so I got to ask you this. Is the most important thing is that what's what's the line for the 16 game? and a half. 16 and a half. I'm going yeah. under. Are we going to cover? You don't think we're going to cover? Uh, no, we're not going to cover. I'm going 34 to 20. 34-20. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I think that I, I think East Carolina keeps it close through halftime maybe. Or even like maybe just late in the second quarter. What do you think um, the impact of beer sales will be on the football on game? On the third quarter? I think it does. No, just on the game in general. I don't think it's going to be. Is it going to be louder? I don't think it's going to be much different. Okay. I mean, everybody takes liquor in there anyway. Whoa. Don't tell the police that. Well, I mean, they're not listening. Um, we have a lot of police. I don't. Listening. I don't take it. So I mean, it's not like it's me. So I'm not really that worried oh, about. Okay. Um, too good to take liquor in the games. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I've I've gone into the bathrooms where they have signs that say "Don't throw your liquor bottles in the trash." Can. <laughs> they do. Hey, I mean, yeah, come they on do now. Uh, but no, I don't think you, it's going to. You play. think? Well, you think we'll cover I, easily? I, What's your I don't know potential? that. Oh gosh, I think it stays close. I like your score. Um, I think State runs away with it because we've got more horses. I think Matt McKay actually has a big game. I think he will, too. Um, I'd say well, over-under on rushing yard from Matt McKay, 44. I'd go over. Over 44? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say about 50. Okay. So, I mean, I'd go right over. Okay. I No, I, I agree with that completely. Um, I think I, I think we're looking at something like a, a 14 to um, – 34? Yeah, something like that. that sounds good. About okay. 20 points. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I think that uh, – and I think East Carolina scores those 14 early, and I, I think the defense holds them the remainder of the game. They they, they sneak out and throw a, a few they packages score a touchdown. that we're not Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they score a touchdown on the first drive or anything like that. I could see something like that. And then the state fans, their butthole tightens up, and we're like, oh, yeah, God. Get a little tight. Yeah, get a little tight. Yeah. I agree with that. So, Saturday, uh, come see us out. We're at, uh, what's your tailgate spot, Kent? It's in the Arena West 6000. Arena right? West 6000. I'll be there, probably. Yeah, Kent will definitely be there. He's got the whole squad with him. Uh, he will probably be drinking Old Tuffies because Old Tuffies are the best beer on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. All right, let's get to our last last segment and everybody's favorite, the six-pack. So, in honor of the uh, pesky pirates that we have, um, we're going to do a six-pack on our favorite pirate things. Oh, that's six hypes. Six hypes. Uh, six favorite or, pirates. Five or six? Was, I don't know. I can't count anymore. Uh, favorite pirates, mine. Number one, the Goonies pirate ship that they end up finding. Jeez. Uh, the Goonies is probably one of my top ten movies of all time. If we're really getting down... Dirty. That's Kent playing on his phone. Um, so the Goonies. If you guys have never seen it, it's just like this bunch of kids that like try to find this. Can we like, please not just get into a whole Goonie rant? Yeah, these Goonies. They call themselves the Goonies. It's like uh, Sean Astin and Corey Feldman, and they go and like find. Uh, is it uh, Wild Willie? Something Willie? I don't remember. Wet like, Willie. Yeah, they find Wet Willie's treasure ship. And uh, they find some one cool odd stuff. Willy, one odd Willy. That's who yeah. it is. Wow. And uh, they find one odd Willy ship finally. They find some cool stuff in there. And I'm uh, pretty sure everybody's watched the Goonies. Ah, uh, baby boo. <laughs> right, that's my only Goonies thing. Uh, what's your What's your favorite pirate thingy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, Hook with uh, Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman. Ooh, yeah. That's Hook as. Captain Hook. Captain Hook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Robin Williams is he's Peter Pan. Yeah, he forgets how to be Peter Pan, and then one day he learns how to fly and uh-huh. fight. And and Crow. That's my favorite. Also, Newton Rufio. Rufio. Uh, my favorite pirate theme thing is um, when they get that peg leg. So, like, I guess when they're like. No alligator gets on them. the ship and the an alligator or a shark. It's probably a crocodile. It's probably a shark. No, nah, crocs are more likely they to bite your leg. They walk the plank. They walk the plank because they and when you walk the plank, you get in the river and you die. Hmm. And then okay. a crocodile eats your leg hole. <laughs> All right, cool. I like that. <laughs> then they get a wood leg. How do they put wood legs on people back in those times? Um, I think they probably soldered it. 
That wouldn't make any sense. I don't have a clue. Oh, you burn the leg at the stump. Yeah. But then you, how do you shove a stump, like a wood stump? Maybe like they just tied it on there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. What you got? Um, I'm going to go Jerry Seinfeld's puffy shirt. <laughs> All right, you threw that one out of nowhere. I like it. Uh, that's one of the top five episodes of Seinfeld. Yeah. And he, sure. wears it, he wears it on like Jay Leno or something? He does. Right? I yeah. think it's Leno back then. It's either Leno or Letterman. Yeah. Letterman. I can't remember which one it is. Yeah, but I'm going to say that's a, that's a really cool pirate. Uh, mine is teams that could beat ECU Pirates in football that don't have a football program anymore. You ready for it? Yeah. Seton Hall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I'm going to go... Um, you know, Parker just turned four a couple a couple weeks ago. Shouts to P. Yeah, he got this really dope pirate ship. And yesterday, I just happened to record and play him with it. And I caught it at the best time ever. And he has these wolfy characters that are like yeah. werewolves. Yeah. And the wolfies destroyed the pirate ship. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Ken is posting a Twitter video of that pretty soon if you guys actually want to see it. That's hashtag content and hashtag old toughy. <laughs> All right. Can we get the fuck out of here? Yeah, yeah. Let's stay hungry, y'all. What's my thing? We out this bitch. Oh, we out this bitch. Good night.